What's up, everyone? Thanks for being with us, and thanks for being part of the Yahoo Thursday Night Live show with Greg Ehrenberg. I am Adam Kaufman. Of course, we are hours away from lock, so a lot of time to make decisions, a lot of information that still needs to come out as we prepare to kick off yet another week in the NFL. All things focused on Yahoo single-game contest tonight, of course, and it's Dallas in New Orleans, a pair of struggling teams, a Cowboys team that's dropped three out of four since a six-game winning streak, a Saints club that has lost four straight and can't seem to figure out much of anything right now, and loads of questions, whether it's injuries, personnel, coaches, who's going to be available. Greg, it's a dizzying contest for us. As is per usual on Thursday nights, but one thing that I've been saying in other Thursday night content I've been doing this week is at least these teams aren't playing on a short week. That's usually the case, but these teams both played on Thanksgiving last week. So three Thanksgiving te- three mm-hmm. Thanksgiving games, we had the Saints play against the Bills, and the Cowboys also played. So at least they are more rested than we usually see from teams on Thursday night. Thank you for being uh, here with us, as mentioned. We see you guys in the chat. Uh, we, we see a bunch of people super chats nice and early, some happy birthdays nice and early. I mean, yes. Thank you all for uh, your enthusiasm. It's all about football. And before we dive in, go position by position, do all the things that we normally do here over the next 25 minutes or so. want to remind you, of course, we have partnered with our friends at Yahoo Fantasy for this NFL season, hopefully beyond as well. To bring you all kinds of great content, you can check out our exclusive limited time offer. Gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you do have to be new to Yahoo. That is the important detail here. Sign up for an account via the link below deposit and play that is it it's just that easy yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first paid contest we will reach out via email with your coupon if you need immediate access no problem email support at osmo.com we'll get you all set up you can also claim a free ten dollars of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below can be used to enter any yahoo contest including tonight's one hundred thousand dollar thursday night baller So be sure to use your DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best chance at winning big. And of course, as I always mention, give us a like, hit the subscribe button if you're watching along on the Osmo YouTube page. It is greatly appreciated. So, uh, Greg, as I mentioned, just these two teams in general, you got a, a Saints team that is under 500, really has floundered throughout much of this year. Part of that, obviously, is losing its starting quarterback and Jameis Winston for the year, the season-ending knee injury. And, you know, as we'll go, like I said, position by position in a moment, but obviously questions at quarterback. It was, uh, you know, Trevor, uh, or, uh, yeah, Trevor, uh, Simeon. Simeon. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, I, it was the Trevor I was screwing up on. But, yeah, <laughs> Trevor Simeon the last – uh, four games since taking over when Winston went down, helping to guide that team past the Bucks. Exciting game, but nothing has gone right since. Now we expect to see Taysom Hill. Whether or not he starts, we don't officially know, but we do expect he's going to play considerable number of snaps at QB. So you have a decision to make a quarterback if you want to go near the Saints side. We know it's Dak Prescott on the other side, but it's going to be a different man barking orders because Mike McCarthy is in the COVID protocols along with several other members of that coaching staff, which means Dan Quinn, of course, former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons defensive coordinator for the Cowboys is going to be the guy who's calling the shots here tonight how does that impact things to you I mean how how could it you know like I don't I don't know if it's I don't know if it's going to impact the team's preparation or or not and I think it's something that's going to be a narrative after the game's over remember when the Cardinals were missing Kingsbury and what was that now five weeks ago or something like that. They had a game Kingsbury was out. There was a massive amount of line movement against the Cardinals in that game. And they just went out and won because ultimately he's still able to help the team prepare even from a distance. And 
you know, could it impact the Cowboys? Maybe. I mean, I don't even think Mike McCartney is a particularly great coach anyway, but uh, ultimately I think this is a much more talented team. I expect them to win since we've gotten news that he wasn't going to be on the sidelines. The Cowboys have moved from a four and a half point favorite to a six and a half point favorite. So that tells you something as well. I, I don't really expect this to matter too much to more. Like I'm not cheating anybody's fantasy projections based on the head coach not being there. So let's dive into it because we've got about 20 minutes to work with. We don't want to run out of time from anything. So at the quarterback position, again, Dak Prescott, he's the known commodity, although some of his you know, weapons obviously are in question. You didn't have Amari Cooper available last week. You didn't have CeeDee Lamb available last week. You got an injured Ezekiel Elliott. All of these guys are expected to play. Uh, how much? We'll see. Obviously, that remains to be seen. We'll get there when we dive into the wide receivers and running backs. But Dak is obviously going to be under center. He's projected for a slate high or game high 20 plus points here uh, on Yahoo. He's $35, so you got to pay up for him. He is considerably more than Taysom Hill on the other side, who has a similar point projection at about 19 and change, and he is just $20. Uh, you may notice for anyone that is looking at our projections here on uh, Osmo, you do not see Trevor Simeon. He is not part of the projections in terms of, uh, you know, whether or not he's going to factor into this game at all. The assumption, again, based on the projections, is that Hill is going to be the starter. How do you read this one? Yeah, so all week uh, we've we've seen Taysom Hill. He's been practicing with the first unit. Simeon's been practicing with the second unit. With that in mind, I think Taysom Hill is going to be the starting quarterback. He's going to play all the snaps, barring injury. So no reason to consider Simeon here. Taysom Hill, points per dollar, best play on the slate. He's only $20. He's mispriced for quarterback, as is. Even if we're kind of uncertain, like I don't think I don't think Taysom Hill is the best throwing quarterback in the world. Great fantasy producer, though. We've seen him start a QB in the past. He's willing to run with the ball. He gets touches in the red zone. So he is, like you said, a projection that's comparable to Dak Prescott. He's only $20. So looking at guys who are priced more expensive than him, Ezekiel, it's more expensive. He's kind of been in a timeshare with Tony Pollard. CeeDee Lamb's more expensive than him. We have Taysom Hill project for more fantasy points, and he's $8 cheaper. Amari Cooper is $7 more expensive, and he's likely going to be on a snap count. So to me, Taysom Hill is the best overall play in this contest on Yahoo. We have him uh, considerably owned, as you would expect, just taking a look at some of the ownership projections here. Let's see. We've got him. Uh, where does he fall? I can tell you in, in, in running some of the fantasy cruncher stuff and lineups, uh, you know, you've got to go, I mean, hundreds upon hundreds of lineups in before you don't see one with Taysom Hill, uh, whether it's obviously in a regular utility spot or in a superstar spot. But he's a guy that's, you know, it, it, he factors into most builds. He is going to be out there. Is he a guy that you feel like you have to have at that dollar? Yes, at $20, absolutely. And like I said, it's because of his rushing ability. And you start to look into also, you know, what are the situations where Taysom Hill doesn't land in the optimal? Keep in mind, too, last week, remember how much Simeon sucked? He was awful last week. He still landed in the optimal lineup on Yahoo last Thursday. And that was scoring like nine fantasy points, something like that off the top of my head. So, I mean, Taysom Hill, only $20. He's going to run the ball a lot. Maybe he struggles to throw the football. Maybe he only has 120 passing yards or something like that. He's still probably going to rush something like 40 yards, potentially a rushing touchdown. And there's a pretty good chance that lands Taysom Hill in the optimal line. $20, just a, it's just a misprice. 
What about Dak at the $35 with, uh, obviously, I mean, you you could conservatively look at this and say, all right, I want to have Taysom Hill. You could decide whether or not you want him in the superstar spot or not, but I want to have Taysom Hill. I know that he's going to get me the bulk of my production on that New Orleans side, whichever direction he decides to go in. There are other guys that are appealing on that side, but for the Cowboys, I'd rather have some skill guys pay down a little bit, no one at even $30, as you noted before, versus Dak. Is Dak a, a, a high commodity for you? in this game or would you rather get some of the guys that he's going to be going toward yeah i don't think the 35 dollars price tag is all that problematic just looking at some of the projections we have for him a 35 percent chance to be the top scorer in this game 57 percent chance to be the top two five scorer so you know ultimately we're looking at a 92 percent chance of him landing in the optimal lineup in this contest and once again 35 dollars salary is not all that egregious when you consider the quarterback on the other side of the game is 20 dollars we're going to talk about running backs in a second. Mark Ingram's $15, and Alvin Kamara is not going to be playing tonight. So there's a lot of cheap players to get to, and it's it's not that hard to find $35 to roster Dak Prescott. All right, let's go into the running backs then. You started on the Saints side there. Again, Kamara not part of the projections right now. Mark Ingram, who has been a little banged up but expects to be out there. 14 projected points. He is uh, third in, in among our projections on the slate right now at uh, $15, but the projected points he's ranking third. Ezekiel Elliott right behind him, who is, uh, again, much more money. He's $24 projected for a very similar 14 points, but is also dealing with a, a knee injury that we've been sort of getting, I don't know, kind of not conflicting reports necessarily, but certainly conflicting conversation as it relates to Ezekiel Elliott over the course of this week, because you know, you go back a, a handful of days and because, as you said, they haven't played th since Thanksgiving. You go back a handful of days. It's man, this knee injury. He hasn't been good the last three, four games. Should we even play him? Should we sit him? Uh, is, is he going to be out there at all? And then, of course, you have owner Jerry Jones, who's always part of the conversation going on the radio, saying he expects Zeke's to have a serious load against the New Orleans Saints. So, you know, what are you looking for here with running back position? Yeah, so, I mean, we'll, we'll start with Mark Ingram. That's an easy one. Play him. He's $15 in the games that we've seen him without Alvin Kamara. He's played a massive role. So Alvin Kamara was ruled out earlier today. So with that in mind, Mark Ingram is going to be the starting running back for the Saints, and he's going to get basically all the touches because all the other running backs on this team totally suck. And it's not even to say Mark Ingram is any good either, but, uh, I mean, like, we saw what Tony Jones did last year. He was just constantly running into dudes for, like, one-yard gains on the defensive line. So it's going to be the Mark Ingram show as it was his last couple of starts. So fire Mark Ingram, $15, one of the better value plays on the slate. As for the Cowboys running back situation, I think the situation last week with Zeke Elliott is different than this week. Even though both of them are Thursday night games, last week was on short rest. So they just played on Sunday, then they played on Thursday, and they had to be a little cautious with Elliott because his knee wasn't feeling totally healthy. I think he should be good to go after a full week off. So I look at him at $24 as a better play than Tony Pollard at $21. I like Pollard a lot, but I think this is going to be a game where the Cowboys look to get Zeke involved a lot. Last couple of weeks for Mark Ingram, by the way, on Yahoo, it was about a dozen points in week 11, 19 points in week 10. Uh, since obviously, you know, really uh, taking advantage of Kamara's absence. You're look, you're locking in double figures for him again tonight, I'm sure. You think he gets close to 20? You like him around 15? What What's the outlook? Uh, for Mark Ingram, I, I just think he's a really good uh, play at $15. If you look at our numbers, we have him with a nearly 60% chance land the optimal lineup in this contest. And at $15, he opens up all kinds of possibilities. It's easy to get to Dak Prescott when he's at 
when he's only at $15. And then something that's maybe a little bit of a concern is that Taysom Hill generally doesn't throw a lot of check down passes to running backs. But here's the positive to that. Ty Montgomery's probably not going to play very much. Ty Montgomery played a big role in the offense last week. But if Taysom Hill is going to be the same quarterback last year who just never threw his running backs, what's the point of playing Ty Montgomery? So I mean, Mark, Mark Ingram ultimately on the field more. As you said, Tony Pollard, $21 projected for about 10 points on that Cowboys side as well. All right, let's go to the wide receivers then as we're about halfway through with this show. Again, give us a like, hit the subscribe button on the Osmo YouTube page, making the push toward 80,000 subscribers, folks. Let's get there. Big, robust number. I know we can do it, obviously. It's just going to take a little bit of time. So C.D. Lamb, about 13 projected points. He is $28. He is the most expensive guy available to you, with the exception, obviously, of Dak Prescott returning from uh, an injury. So uh, just something to be mindful of, certainly, uh, on the part of C.D. Lamb. Amari Cooper, who's $27, who, you know, we'll see what he is even out there for in terms of snaps tonight. He's only projected for about nine points, hasn't played in a couple of weeks on account of uh, obviously a, a COVID situation. So that's then, you know, Michael Gallup, obviously, who was, uh, you know, a, a really a focal point last week in their absence, about nine projected points. He's $18. Uh, Cedric Wilson was a big one as well, but he is, you know, a, a, a non-factor here for this game. And then uh, over on the Saints side, you got Traquan Smith, who's about eight projected points. He's $13. Deontay Harris, seven projected points. He's $13 as well. So it's it's not like the wide receivers stand out by any stretch, especially maybe with Taysom Hill, uh, as, as you were just talking about his throwing pattern there on that Saints side. So how attractive are the Cowboys guys to you? So let's start with Amari Cooper, because I don't find him to be playable at $27. We just got news a little while ago that Amari Cooper is, he was activated off the COVID list. He's going to play. However, he's still dealing with some symptoms of COVID, even though he's no longer positive. And they're going, there's conditioning issues there. So he's, he's missed some time for the Cowboys. They're expected to bring him along slowly. So reports indicate that it's going to be limited snaps for Amari Cooper. When you look at his price point at $27, the only players more expensive than him in this contest are, Doc, are Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb. I would much rather play either of those guys over Amari Cooper. I just don't want to pay up that much for somebody who's going to be playing limited snaps. You know, running some projections too, uh, it's, it's interesting because I, I agree with what you're saying, but our projections have, uh, at least in terms of, you know, fantasy cruncher and optimal builds and all of that stuff, more lineups that feature Cooper than do Lamb. Uh, it probably doesn't have the most recent run of, of, of projection there because we got an update a minute ago. Oh, okay. Uh, well, well not quite not last one minute. Yeah, not, not not quite a minute ago, but but very recently. Like now, now it's been a few more minutes than that. But we got an update right at the start of the show, and at least looking at our our single game plays tool, we have Amari Cooper with a one percent chance to be the top scoring player in the game, seven percent chance for CD Lamb, and then uh, chance to land in the optimal lineup in the utility spot, forty percent chance for CD Lamb compared to twenty three percent for Amari Cooper. Well, the important detail, obviously, is that, you know, we're coming at you at 3.15 Eastern time, still a solid five hours away from lock, which means uh, don't set your lineup right now and just leave it and walk away. Make sure you're checking on stuff once uh, you get all the official inactives and, you know, things a little bit closer to lock when you have uh, all of the final, not just information, but all the final metrics calculated and everything on our end in terms of projections and everything like that as well, because it's why you pay for the service. It's why you check it out. It's why you look at the tools. What about on the New Orleans side? 
So if we're looking at, boy, it is so hard to trust any of the wide receivers here because Taysom Hill is not the most capable thrower of the football. So I think we have to look towards Taysom Hill as an individual play marking room as the two top guys to roster on the Saints. Any other wide receivers you're looking at beyond that, it's just a dark throw to me. I think the odds of success are so low for these guys. If I had to pick one, I would go with Deontay Harris just because he could play snaps out of the slot and those kind of short, quick hitter passes or what we saw Taysom Hill do a lot last year. So if you remember last year, even in games where he didn't have success throwing the football, he was still targeting Michael Thomas 10, 12 times per game, just on little short, like five-yard slant patterns. I think Deontay Harris is the player most likely to take on that role now. Uh, Traquan Smith, more of a downfield threat. Same goes for Marquez Calloway. So I feel the best about Deontay Harris, but that's not saying much. All these guys priced exactly the same at $13. We also have them projected all really similarly. Uh, in terms of odds land, the optimal lineup in the utility spot, 13% chance for Traquan Smith, 11% chance for Deontay Harris, 9.4% chance for Marquez Callaway. My personal preference is for Harris, but all of them low, low on dart plays. Yeah, I mean, like you said, with Smith, Harris, Callaway, all at the same price point of $13, all projected for basically the exact same game between six and a half to seven and a half points. It really becomes a guessing game, unless something comes out between now and the start of the game, but I don't know what's going to come out that's going to change any of that. Yeah, there's going to be, it would be uh, Taysom Hill has been replaced with prime Peyton Manning as the the quarterback (laughs) for the Saints. Like beyond that, I I don't think anything's changing. On the tight end side, you've got Dalton Schultz, who's projected for about 10 points. He's $15. There's uh, Jawan Johnson on the other side for the Saints, who is about uh, four projected points. He's $11. Again, this is, you know, not a game that's going to take your breath away with regard to the tight ends, and uh, at, le- at least as far as projections go going in. That being said, Dalton Schultz in particular, obviously, is, has been a, a reliable target for Dak Prescott throughout this year. I mean, maybe he doesn't always have the production, but the targets are there. Yeah, and I think if we're looking at pass catchers in the teens for the Cowboys, I would go towards Dalton Schultz over Michael Gallup. So, uh, Gallup at $18, even though we're going to see Amari Cooper playing limited snaps, I, I still don't really love Michael Gallup when he's going to be behind CeeDee Lamb and still Amari Cooper on the depth chart. Then you also have Dalton Schultz, who's been one of the better pass-catching tight ends in the league this year. So yeah. I really like getting to Dalton Schultz at $15. Uh, I don't like him quite as much as Mark Ingram, but if you're asking me for top plays who are, let's say, you know, $15 or less, like true kind of value type plays on Yahoo, it would be Ingram one and then Dalton Schultz would be two. Touchdown last week for Schultz, seven targets. He had about 14 points on Yahoo, but uh, seven targets last week, eight targets the week before, five, seven, six, eight, 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 seven. You know, he's, again, reliably looked in uh in in his direction from Dak Prescott pretty often here this season almost regardless of what his situation looks like with regard to healthy wideouts who's available and certainly the running back position as well uh as far as the DSTs go so the Cowboys six and a half projected points eighteen dollars Saints at about five and a half sixteen dollars normally I would be sitting here saying to you Greg Cowboys are a, a serious consideration tonight you know we we've seen them you know, put up a lot of points over the course of this year. Obviously we know, you know, Trayvon Diggs is getting basically an interception every game that defense is able to take back interceptions, takeaways for touchdowns. It's, it's certainly a capable unit, but does the price tag of $18 scare you off? There's two things that scare me off. Number one, the price tag at $18. Like, do I really want to play the Cowboys at $18 when Dalton Schultz is $15, Mark Ingram's $15, Taysom Mills $20, only $2 more expensive than the Cowboys. Yeah. 
But here's the other thing too, is I'm going to apply some logic to this. What do you think Taysom Hill is going to primarily be doing at quarterback today? Well, running probably. Uh, all right. And how do defenses score fantasy points? Interceptions, sure. sacks. Fumbles can, are possible though. Th- that is true. But in general, defenses are not scoring fantasy points when the other team's running the football. If yeah. the other team's running the football, you know, maybe you get some points for just teams not scoring potentially, but it's really hard to generate a lot of upside as a defense, if you don't have potential for interceptions, don't have as much potential for sacks, don't have as much potential for an interception return for a touchdown. So Cowboys at $18, I, I think that it's it's a very low floor play. You know, obviously, if flu think it happened, Tony Pollard could run another 108-yard uh, kickoff return for a touchdown. But in general, I think $18 for the Cowboys, really thin play. They would look a lot better if it was Simeon starting quarterback as opposed to Taysom Hill. Benny in the chat, happy Hanukkah, Benny, says, uh, I, I find this Thursday night slate hard to put my mind to. I, I think a lot of people feel that way. I think that's what we were saying just coming on, you know, at the, at the beginning of this show, we feel that same way. Uh, what what helps centers you? Is, is there something that, that puts you in the right frame of mind to where you actually go into this game feeling comfortable with a lineup? Every Thursday night games like this, every primetime NFL, like what, what primetime NFL game, particularly on Thursday night, have we gone through like, yeah, I know what's happening in this game. There, or there's something weird happening every Thursday night game. Every There's a COVID situation every other week. There's key players rolled out. Sometimes it's all the above. This week, we have Alvin Kamara is out. We've got Amari Cooper is coming back from COVID, but he's playing limited snaps. We've got half the Cowboys coaching staff is out because of COVID. There's always some, yeah. it's this Thursday night football thing. It's, it's ridiculous. So it, it's hard to ever feel totally confident in it. But in terms of what actually centers me, I'm a data guy. Look, looking at the numbers we have on the site, I, I really think that our single game plays tool that we have, where we have the simulations that just show us what percentage odds we have of each individual player being the highest score, what odds we have of those guys landing in the alpha lineup the utility spot. I think that's something really useful to guide lineups. That's, that's really what I base a lot of my lineup decisions on. I like Steve here. Steve says in the chat, this is a game where I wish Yahoo had kickers. <laughs> Give it's, us the kicker points. I'll, I'll never, I'll never ask for kickers in fantasy. <laughs> I'm all about them in showdown. I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's going. We talked about it earlier. I don't know if it's going to be a factor. Obviously, the you just acknowledged it that Mike McCarthy is not going to be on the sidelines as the head coach of the Cowboys this week because of COVID. They're missing at least six coaches right now, multiple players as well. The Saints, I had forgotten about this, just looking it up, dealt with a a similar COVID outbreak back in week two in Carolina. They were missing eight assistant coaches and lost that game uh, handedly, 26 to seven. So we'll see. I mean, I know that McCarthy was... You know, in virtual meetings throughout the course of the week, he was still talking to his players. You know, it wasn't like he was he was laid up in bed, totally unavailable. He was very much a part of this game planning process. So uh, short of those in-game decisions, which maybe is it's very relevant on the Dallas side because McCarthy's an aggressive coach and tends to do a lot of things that maybe some other head coaches around the league wouldn't do. Uh, that that maybe is is where this game gets a little, I don't know, kind of cheeky at points. Yeah, once again, though, I mean, the coaching situation, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't even know how to weigh that. I look at that and be like, oh, Michael Gallup gets projected for one and a half less fantasy points to a different coach. It's it's I, there's no way that I could look at it and really quantify in a way that matters. We're uh, going to jet here in a second, but let's leave you with this superstar spot. Dak Prescott, I would say, is going to be in the majority of them based on at least where our projections sit right now, whether you agree with that. Uh, as, as a person who will make multiple lineups, you can tell me, but it's, it's really, 
Uh, it's Dak, Hill's popular, Ingram's popular, and then you have a wide drop-off. What's your outlook? Uh, yeah, so my favorite guy to get to is Taysom Hill based on what I expect the field to be rostering at relative to his odds being the top score. Something that I think could kind of influence people is that he's only $20, and I think a lot of people just look at salaries and be like, oh, I want to get higher-priced players into that superstar spot. But Taysom Hill, we have, we have him projected with a 27% chance to be the top scorer on the slate compared to a 34.9% chance for Dak Prescott. Uh, so I think Taysom Hill, relative to all the factors we're considering here, number one overall favorite uh, superstar spot for me. If you're playing cash games, just go with Dak Prescott, though. All right. Well, like I said, we're going to get out of here. Uh, the show flies right by, man. <laughs> Talking 25 minutes of, of Cowboys Saints with Ehrenberg every Thursday as we get to do with the Thursday night football matchup. But plenty of content coming your way on the Osmo YouTube channel in just a few minutes. You've got uh, NFL Thursday night and thir and uh, Sunday preview as well. Jock Market. It'll be uh, Aton and Eric coming your way. And then at 430 it will be uh, a little bit more with uh, Aton Lamarca talking uh, leaderboard live pre-show. And then let's see, NBA deeper dive at 5.30 to 6.30. Josh and Bearded Adam coming up. Eric and Greg. Greg will be back on later tonight for NBA Live Before Lock at 6.30. Then at 7.15, right back to football, previewing this showdown contest or single game contest, depending on where you're playing, obviously. Laffy and Alex and Ben. So uh, should be a good time. A lot of great content coming your way, leading you into a head-scratcher of a Thursday night game. But like Greg said, they're all kind of that way. Our thanks to producer Tyler for putting up with us. Greg, always a pleasure, my man. Enjoy, and uh, let's, let's win some money tonight for the people. Good luck, everybody. See ya. 